Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, we got a honky on the show today. <laughs> Don't insult me, <laughs> fucking dickheads. I'm not white. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, guys. What are you, TJ? I'm a man of the earth. I okay. am not a, a normal person. He's you don't a, see colors? He, <laughs> no, he, he's dude. He's racially yeah. fluid. I see colors, but yeah. I'm not... Uh, I'm raci- I'm racially fluid as, as they come. <laughs> 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 what, what color is your wife? She is brown and white. Okay. Also racially fluid. Yes, yeah. very racially fluid. You guys fluid. are hippies. Very, yes, we are Where's she from? She is from... California, okay, and by she, way of Mexico, yes, yep, and she is real hot, and and she wants <laughs> That's to. True. That is true. She wants to move into a van and and travel across the United States, and then maybe even head down south. We'll go Central and South America, mm-hmm. however far we can get before we get cut off. Well, or you know, robbed. Tri- you know, tri- <laughs> are you? So, is that real? Yeah, dude, she's into it, dude. She like she wants to sell everything, and I'm like, no, but we can. Rent everything out and yeah, just, yeah. Well, and you just know, pin it. You know, if you, <laughs> if you go Central America, you know Travis has that hotel down there in Panama. Well, maybe we'll just stay there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just call him. Be like, hey, dude, come on. So I love let's stay there. Does I he own Panama? He, I, I think if I believe he owns a hotel in Panama City, and it happened when they were doing stunts, and he did something fucked up and lost his A license to do skydiving. So he had to do stunts down there instead because they don't give a shit. Right. And Panama, if you just pay the government 15K, they'll let you do whatever you want. Blow shit up or jump off buildings. They don't care. Yeah. So I think he, because Tommy was telling, Street Bike Tommy was telling this story. Uh, about and by the way, we're talking about Travis Pastrana. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, really good at everything. He's he is all right. <laughs> he is all right. Isn't it really annoying? Like, he's really good at like, everything. Travis, have you ever heard of a guitar? Like, no, let me see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's badass. Like, you piece of shit. There's Stevie Ray Vaughan. Just learned it right now. Here you go. Eleven minutes. <laughs> he, there is some, he might be an android. He is. He's, you know, like a fucking he's just cyborg. A yeah. dude. I don't know. Yeah, I know so, him since he was a child, and I, I tried to follow him over some doubles when we were doing an MTV jam about, I don't know, 50 years ago and he uh, <laughs> he, he like 50 years jumped his jump on a 125 when he was a child and i followed him over it double cased it and was like damn dude that's a kid right there like totally disrespected him when he was we was a kid i was like i'll just pop right over this thing with him mm-hmm. and no uh, it didn't happen i was like dude this kid's really special that's funny man He's really good so he stuff. bought a hotel I think he owns something down there. Why it's wouldn't crazy. you? Yeah. I, yeah. If you can, why <laughs> yeah. not? You know? Yeah. Money solves everything. <sighs> um, Have you learned that yet, TJ? <clears throat> Money solves everything? I, I learned that it doesn't solve everything. Really? Money nah. can't fix what's wrong with your soul, Ross. Yeah, but if you have a good soul and a good wife oh, and yeah. children and all that stuff, mm-hmm. then f- here's what I always say. It really can buy you happiness. If you have great friends and family, mm-hmm. then well, you're just enhancing your What money your life. does is buy you freedom. It, exactly. Freedom is but you can do where it's at. You... Free time is the only thing that matters. That is yeah. being rich. Bro. So, we say this all the time. Uh, yeah, I know. I listen. It, it's the best, yeah, it's, it's the best <laughs> it's commodity. Not, the best is. commodity we have is 100%. Time. Like it is, that, that's been my motto since I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't want to get a job. I didn't want to move out and get new fancy houses and cars and everything else. I, I did. My mom 
like basically kicked me out when I was 19. She was like, all right, honey, there's, there's, this is time to go. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, but all right. <laughs> so 19 years old, I was out. And, and, didn't uh, at 19, you show up to an event as an amateur and just fucking blow everybody's pants off? That was 18. 18. So, yeah, so that was the second that I started making money in BMX. And then it was like yeah, yeah. big boy money. Mom was like, that's a wrap. Have a good yeah, one. Get the fuck yeah. <laughs> a week later, she was like, thanks for playing. Take care. It's been nice raising you. <laughs> so then she 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 pinned it and and uh, I pinned it and got a house and and it didn't fit I didn't fit in the the neighborhood like mm. when you have a ritzy neighborhood like it wasn't ritzy but it was fancy it was on the outskirts of Vegas back mm. then 215 wasn't even built yet and we were on the very last neighborhood so we were looking at the mountains you know it was beautiful yeah but and I was doing wheelies up and down the street on my dirt bikes and and people were like dude this is a neighborhood now and I'm like huh. So then it lasted a year and a half, mm-hmm. and then I bought that piece of land out in the middle of nowhere. Well, that you mean that piece of land that's that surrounded by houses now? <laughs> well, it's it still don't have. I, I still don't have one neighbor. That's true. I yeah. don't have nobody touching my house. There's right there's now. like a it's uh, insane. There's a metal shop or something right behind you, right? That has geese on on the roof. Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. That's but a buddy of mine. That, it, yeah, he he's actually a glazier that that. He performs whatever he wants to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's just a badass dude. He's been out there longer than I have, and uh, I back I basically encroached on him. So you know, he <laughs> and then built jumps and had parties and everything. He didn't care. What's he's the status just, of your uh, your ramps? They're all perfect. Here. Yeah, yep. It's a perfect. So track have you been right to his now. house before? No, I've, so not, I've never been to your house. He's got. Uh, like you, well, you can tell him. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stupid. It's called not being know, Where are yeah. you guys? I'll just come to you. I just, I, I just need to take a bath real quick yeah. for three hours. <laughs> gotta you wash good. I gotta wash my cats. I gotta wash my feet. <laughs> oh, you guys are at Planet Hollywood. I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> he secretly moved and hasn't told anybody. <laughs> Nobody's coming to my new place. Not really sure what you guys are talking about. But, you know, I, know. <laughs> I did find it out. We were like, "Yeah, man, I'll come to you guys." What? Oh, okay. Uh, he'll be sure. here in thirty minutes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we thought you were just a nice guy. It turns out you're uh, kind of a smart. dick. Yeah, <laughs> very smart. No, very smart. Actually, yeah, that is <laughs> very smart guy. No. Yeah. So anyway, what's up with those ramps? What are the they ramps like? are they're, they're badass. Dude. What kind they're of too big for me nowadays? Like I, I'm, I slowed down in my old age. I, yeah. I don't want to have any more crashes. So I'm chilling out a little yeah, bit yeah. because i need to have eight weeks before i film mm-hmm. to ride so if i'm filming in eight weeks i can't ride and Got because it. you need eight weeks to have any pretty much any injury you can get heal sure so mm-hmm. if you bash your face you bash your head you you do stitches sta- staples broken bones casts whatever it's six to eight weeks to get any yeah, bone yeah. healed so and or surgeries and or metal plates whatever so I figured that's the number that I have to have is eight weeks. And there hasn't been eight weeks really in about a year. Shit. Mm. So a year and a half. So I well, haven't I mean, touched anything dangerous yeah, for yeah. a year and a half. And I'm like, dude, now my balls are shriveling up and I'm getting mm-hmm. scareder and scareder every time. You know what I mean? And more you should and more just afraid. start going skydiving or and something. I'm like, yeah. fuck. So now. It's low impact. You still yeah, get the thrill. I know. But I, it's like. I, I, you know what? I, I have never done skydiving in my life. The only way I would do it is if somebody like Trav or somebody that was really badass, yeah, yeah, um, did it with me because then they would not be trying to impress me. Yeah, not trying right. to make me scared or like I'm gonna really freak this dude. Somebody out. who's yeah, super, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like, you do, do you know Richard Ryan from Black Rifle? Do you know him? Uh-uh. Uh, so he he owns Full Mag and all this stuff, but he's a uh, he does wingsuiting and all that stuff. You should go with him. That. 
wingsuiting looks so badass. Yeah, he loves it. That is something, man. I really love to try that. You should like. Yeah, I'll I'll hook you up with him because he he comes out here to Vegas to do shit all the time. Anyways, really? Yeah, he would. And he's one of those guys. Like he's he doesn't uh, he's not trying to put you through the ring or anything. He he genuinely enjoys the process. So that will make you enjoy the process. Yeah, you know what I mean. And something something crazy about him, and this is true. He packs a shoot when he goes on commercial flights. Yeah. So that's that's his carry on. Like he he's a wingsuit. Oh, that's badass, dude. <laughs> he's he's got, that is so badass. <laughs> he's legit got the squirrel suit wingsuit. Like jump out and fucking fly. Like you're flying like a squirrel. But when he gets on a commercial flight, he plays the same song on repeat the whole time because he's so freaked out being on a plane that he can't jump out of. Yeah. So, so then he started packing his own shoot. Like so no so yeah. how in the hell? Tell me this. And, and, and fucking air comes out. Everybody's got to put their masks on. Everything's freaking out. Yeah. He's going down. Now, how are you going to get out of the plane, bro? Like, what it are you doing? It would be tough. Exit honestly. row. It would be tough. You'd exit have to go, row. You're not going you to go to the You're going to fist fight a lot of people. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you would have, if you've got it's going to be bouncy. It's going to be weird. Like, if you've got the only parachute, the door's on that not going to open. If you've got the only parachute on that plane, it turns into the goddamn Thunderdome. Well, here's the thing. Have you ever been on a flight that just drops? Yes. Like, it just goes down, right? Scary as hell. I've been on but one that goes ever... like went down like 15 or 20 feet immediately. Everybody was like, oh, my God. I'm exactly. like, me and Fuzzy were on one that went down 100 feet. Holy shit. Coming out of LAX. It's a thermal The pocket. week after that plane went down, back in the day, like 20 years ago, yeah. mm-hmm. that, like flying out of LAX, crashed right into yeah, the yeah. ocean. Yeah. We went a week after that, we we're flying, and then we dropped 100 feet. We were like, oh, my God. It was the scaredest I've ever been in my whole mm-hmm. entire life. And I was like... I think we're dead. I think we're dead. And we were all fake laughing. We were like, <laughs> and we're scared to death. Everybody's holding on to the thing. I was like, man, never again will I fly. Never again. And then, you know. A week later. I, well, I was on a flight. Come home. I was on a flight that dropped, and the, the stewardess got knocked out. So, oh, shit. Whoa. Yeah. And so they had to. Whoa. And they pulled her back. And, like, I was, I, I told the story. I mean, right? you could break your goddamn neck like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah. But I, I told the story about Spanish Revolution. Like, I, I was having, I had a few drinks. Um, I was on a, va- a value at the time because it was a long flight. It was like Miami to L.A. And, and <laughs> long I was, flight. <laughs> I mean, a long for me. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> a long flight. That's a long drive. Well, that's not a long flight, bro. Miami to L.A. is good. I'm fine on that Jesus distance. Jesus Christ. I'm fine on that a distance. A long flight, like Miami to L.A. <laughs> but it was one of those <laughs> moments where I talked about it and I was just like, hey, man. It, we're probably going to die, I felt. and I, But I was totally at peace with it. But I looked around at everybody's faces, right? Everybody was panicked and in their own mind. I think if, if Richard Ryan, if this really happened to him. Everybody would be paralyzed. Paralyzed in yeah. fear and he would be able to do it. Maybe. Because everybody's mm-hmm. in their own mind about what happens in their own thoughts of facing death yeah, yeah. and everything else the problem the problem is with jumping out of the plane though is that one you got to get the door open the car the door's yeah. not gonna open cabin it's, pressure it's it's gonna the cabin pressure would be a problem like yeah. you typically when you jump uh you you they also slow down to about 130 knots that plane would be going 400 to 500 probably right so there's something called prop blast it's the wind coming down the side of the aircraft mm-hmm. On some aircraft, there's a prop shield. Like, it's this little hump right near the door, and it's made for jumping out of. So there's a hump. It, block, it like, pushes the wind outward so you can get out and away from the plane. But if you jumped out of a commercial aircraft with just the door fucking open, 
going 400 knots, I mean, it would be You're like, going to crash into the you're, you're tailwind. Gonna, you're going right? to roll, <laughs> roll down the side of the plane. Like, if you if the exit row is in front of the wing, you're fucked. You're going to die. We should get him on to ask him what his plan Dude, was. Because I guarantee to. you he's got a strategy. He's Let's got one. Calm. I guarantee you. He, <laughs> I really want to hear this. Like, <laughs> he probably would go down through the cargo hold and try to get out of the bottom that's of the aircraft. That's, that's, that's probably. That's, I got you. Like, yeah. I don't know what else you would, tr- you would do, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Knock on the door and be like, hey, can you let the the gear down for me yeah, I, I've, been, don't mind. I've been skydiving one time and for me personally um i was fine with it like it wasn't that fun where i was like oh shit i want to keep doing this over and over again it was a cool experience but i was i was all done with it after that i imagine when you're doing like tricks and all that other shit in the air like <clears throat> it, it could probably be fun at that point but for me personally i was like oh all right this is what it is i'm, I'm good with that um so i'm curious what yours would be actually whether or not you dig shit like that i've done like the i've probably done a hundred bungees mm. and, mm. and like the the tallest ones like in new zealand and yeah. like the nevis river and all that i've done like crazy bungees how tall is that swings. like 600 feet or something i don't know yeah it's, it's pretty it tall. super gnarly a, no, a normal like a normal bungee jump is like 180 feet right something like that yeah give or take. I, I, so I don't, it's got to be that one in new zealand is big as shit yeah dude nevis nevis river like it's so tall and you're out of this little gondola it's strung out over the river. It's super <laughs> scary. Everything's whining. That, that whole process is so be scary. devastating, dude. You're up there. You're like, oh my god! And the little thing that you're riding across, like you don't have parachutes, so you're just riding across this yeah. thing. So if it breaks or anything happens or whatever, you're just donezo. And Fuck. it's crazy. Yeah. And then we we got there, and I was like. We're all fake laughing again. And I was just like, man, we got this. <laughs> we got this. And then, and then the guy was like, look, man, you got to jump out as hard as you can because the f- the more straight you make this, the harder it's going to be on your body. And yeah, I just yeah. broke my leg. So I was like, man, I probably need to jump out far then because it's going to hurt real bad. <laughs> so I just jumped out. Like I went first and just jumped as far as I could. And it was it was cool, man. It was yeah. awesome. But, <clears throat> man, it, it's the, the, the same little thing pictures with- were like little, little, little. Oh man, I get sweaty palms thinking about that mom's spaghetti. It's uh, the same with exiting an aircraft, though. You want to get as far away from the plane as possible on that initial jump, right? Like for the same reasons. Yeah, for the same reasons. Uh, I don't know if you could do it on a commercial aircraft. I don't know. Maybe maybe Cooper did it. Maybe Steven Seagal. DB Cooper. Oh shit! DB Cooper did do it. Yeah, he did it. But that was a. They live though. We don't know. They never found his body. They would have found his body. Yeah, he probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know coyotes. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. Who I mean, knows? the theory is that he dropped out somewhere north of Salt Lake City. So I mean, what a smart guy! I love that place. Yeah, it's Cottonwood Heights area. Maybe or, I mean, it wasn't as built up back then. Obviously, it was in Park now. City. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Somewhere near. It's got to be somewhere between, like somewhere in the Cottonwood Heights to Park City area, right? You would think. I love. I love Park City, man. If I had to jump out of one, I would do it over there. Do it right now. It's jump out Sundance of the is going on. <laughs> right so over sick. Sundance. Right on the main street. Yeah, what's Wait, up? When, when, does, when is Sundance? Is it now? It's now, yeah. Yeah, it's now. Shit. Uh, by the way, if you're in the Sundance area, a uh, good friend of the show, Clayne Crawford, his new movie, The Killing of Two Lovers, is premiering there. They get six screenings next week. Uh, so peep it out if you're in the mm-hmm. Park City area. There's also one screening in Salt Lake City. Uh, TJ, you're, you're one of these people, like, we've been friends for years, I feel like, at this point. But I don't know your personal story. You're just a fucking awesome guy who we always <laughs> hang out with. And I'm like, oh, great. And I look, I grew up with you, essentially. Um, yeah. I mean, you were on TV every single day during the era of MTV was God at that point. Like I, every single piece of programming we all watched, right. Jackass, Spam, yeah, totally. uh, uh, all of it. So 
you were talking about your mom kicked you out at 19. I don't know the extent of your career, and if you wouldn't mind chatting about it, because mm-hmm. it's like, again, every time we're here, we all just hang and party. Yeah. But yeah. like, what did you do from 19 on? Like, how did you get to where you well, are it kinda, today? It kind of started when you were a little bit younger. There was a dude in your neighborhood that kind of got you into all this. Yeah, shit, Nick right? Herta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, he lived down the street, this dude. And I rode BMX bikes all around the neighborhood like everybody. Mm-hmm. But I lived out in the middle of the desert, kind of where I live right now. But that back then, it was even further out. It was like forever to get to town. But I would ride to town and even all the way to North Town. So it'd take me like three, four hours of BMX bike riding all the way down the streets. And that gives you time on the bike. You know what I mean? The longer you ride a bike, you just over and over again. It becomes your feet. Yeah. So everything was real easy for me when I was riding a bicycle and, and like still today, anything with two wheels and handlebars is feels natural right away, you know? And so when I rode and started jumping the bike, I was like, Oh, this is easy. This is fun. This is awesome. And then it got better and better. And then in 95, the X games came out and it was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. I didn't have cable TV or nothing. So that's why I was good as shit because I didn't have a Nintendo or, or anything like that. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. go outside and play, have yeah. fun. Do, do something cool and creative. And so we would ride bikes. And, by, and By choice? Was that your parents that said that? Or? Yeah, my mom was like, she was like, go outside, have fun, do something real. You know, like, you don't need no Nintendo. And I was like, okay. So just, and it, we didn't even care about it. It didn't even really cross our minds. Sure. And no no cable TV, mm. nothing like that. There's like three channels and it is what it is, you know? So when we when we would go out and ride, we we finally found this dude's backyard that was in my neighborhood and it was a motocross track but it was four wheelers and it just thrashed so we fixed that track up while he was away made it a bmx track and he came home and caught us and he was like well let's just make a team and it was like crazy because we were like let's do it and what's the guy's name again nick herda he's like I mean, he's a badass dude. So he's he was a businessman here in Vegas and mm-hmm. uh, heard his appliance store. He owned this appliance store. He was the man. And so everybody like loved this guy. He was a people person. He gave me my sense of style, sense of, of people skills, um, you know, tipping the right people and doing the right thing mm-hmm. and helping people too. There's a he's whole just, ecosystem here in Vegas it's that's unlike very, any other place on 100%. The it, yeah. True, yeah. But it works anywhere in the world. It does. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. True. Like if you have the if you have Vegas wired yeah, and yeah. you really know how it works yeah. and you know how to take care of the right people and, and even the wrong people, you just take care of people. Yeah, yeah. Then then you become a people person and then a person of the earth. You know what I mean? Like not just your Vegas town or not just your Salt Lake town or you become like something that you can just adapt and overcome any situation anywhere, you know, Columbia or wherever, you know, you're, you're just instantly involved and intricate and yeah. Inserted into the, the culture and, and the people. So in and South Africa, tip. I would visit all the townships and, and then become one of them playing, playing bongo drums with, with dudes in Hermanas or in Kailiche or some, one of these cool ass townships and they were like, dude, don't go in the townships. You'll get robbed. And I'm like, no, you won't. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I've, like, I always go into those shit. Whenever somebody says, don't go there, I always go there. Yeah, like, me too. Like, La Boquilla is the place I stayed in, in Colombia. It's like mm-hmm. gnarly, dude. Like, mm-hmm. it's, They'll steal your shoes. Yeah. For sure. But only if they need them. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so if you just they, give them shoes. It's not then... stealing if you just give them. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like you don't need them. Yeah. Or whatever like yeah, whatever yeah. kind of thing you know but they wouldn't even ask for them now you know what i mean like mm. you just go there with purpose and you go there yeah, yeah. with 
with the open heart really you're not just going there like to to view them mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're going there to that's, help that's 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 the that's the standard white person thing i'm, I'm gonna go experience their culture and they're standing no. there with a camera taking pictures yeah of these people like can yeah. you can you imagine if there's a lot of asian tourists in the united states especially in la and new york on any given basis oh, yeah. and even here in Vegas, can you yeah. can you imagine if they were to stand in there instead of taking pictures of caesar's palace or bellagio they were taking pictures of you they they have <laughs> they, they well, have. You, yeah. I just but mean, only when I was there. I just mean I, I mean I mean if they come yeah, yeah, if they yeah. came here and you were just out to dinner with your family and you were nobody important and they just started taking pictures of you, can you imagine that? And then when it's, when we go to places like when we go to Africa or fucking see, it's South different. America, it's different for us, bro, because we have shoes and we have homes and we have places that we've been. Like if you were like say you were put on a, an island somewhere mm-hmm. and you were hungry as hell and then you had a bunch of fat bastards come from wherever yeah. and then they took pictures of the skinny guy who can't eat that's that's what yeah, it's like, like. Can, like, you be, can you believe yeah people? can you believe this <laughs> idiot he's not eating <laughs> you know what i mean like, like it's that's, crazy that's, that's nonsense that's really that's the analogy that you're like oh it's that kind of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, so this fat that. American's going to come down here and take a picture of me because I'm hungry. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know, it's like when you realize Which is stupid that because Americans yeah. at large are very generous people. Whenever there's like a global disaster, for sure, 100%. Sort, whenever there's a global disaster, nobody gives more than the American public, not the government, the public. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So and that's what's crazy is that people that are in the United States, like people that are out of the world like all over the world they love americans and they love america sometimes but then sometimes they're like what are you guys thinking right now like yeah, yeah. are you guys serious <laughs> like why would you do that you know what i mean or why is this going on or yeah. how come you don't have this or don't have that like you're the richest country in the world how could you be scared of this you mm-hmm. know and and you're like dude because we're not in charge of that, you know. What I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not. not a, it's not yeah. us I, three in this room. No, I just kind of hang out and do yeah, we just kind of deal with it and um, just keep rolling with the punches. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Nick was a big influence in your life. Nick is huge, and, and then, then so he you started getting into competitive. You guys formed this team, and you started getting competitive with it. Yeah, so so in '95. Um, the X Games came out and we were all watching it. We were in a buddy of mine, Andrew's house, and we were like watching the X Games because he had cable. And then everybody was looking at me as the dirt jumping contest was going on in the room, kind of like, bro, what are you doing? Why are we not here? You know, why are we not there? What are you doing? You could win that. Mm, yeah. Like, we're watching these dudes ride. And Jay Miron, uh, he won that day mm. in 95. I remember it. Joey Garcia was there. All these badass dudes. Dave Miro. And, 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 yeah, and I was, like, watching it, and I was, like, thinking to myself, like, holy shit, like, I could really hang with these dudes. Like, yeah. I mean, if, if not, I could beat them. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm right there with these dudes. I'm thinking that. You can't say that shit because you're there with your boys and, like, yeah, yeah. They'll just make fun of you and be like, yeah, right, stupid ass. But then they said that to me. They were like, dude, why are you not there? And I'm like, I don't know. How are you going to get there? How are you going to do it? You know what I mean? You see something on TV, you're like, I want to be a part of that. How do I get there? So then they were like, well, King of Dirt's coming. And that's that's King of Dirt in in Oklahoma City, which is for the Grands, ABA Grands, which is a big race, the biggest race, the biggest contest, everything until the X Games came. So Mm -hmm. it's it comes in November, which is, you know, six or eight months away. And I was like, or six months away ish. So then I'm like, How do I get into that? So then I look up the the people and who who do we gotta talk to? 
you got to talk to this guy named Gork, who is in charge of the King of Dirt. And Nick Herta just so happened to be friends with Gork. He knew him and was like, hey, can you put TJ in the contest? And he said, I already got it filled. So there were 20 top pros and then a Nick Herta uh, write-in basically was me <laughs> so it was like, uh, like i got the list i got the invite in the mail because we didn't have email back then sure and and the mail came and it was 20 badass dudes that i look up to jay miron fuzzy hall all the dudes that were in the x games and me can you imagine getting uh like not that this is comparable but can you imagine getting a letter in the mail and it says that you're in the home run derby next year <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like oh shit <laughs> or, or worse the dunk contest yeah do you freak out it is that yeah, yeah. i'm like Oh my God. You know what I mean? I opened the letter and I'm like, Oh my God, I really am. I'm really in it. And like, I called Nick right away and he's like, yeah, dude, Gork said you're in. I was like, Oh my God. So then I just went out back and started riding instantly. You know what I mean? I'm like, I better get warmed up. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is next week. You know what I mean? And next month. Oh shit. You got it a month. Or or, I thought you, I thought it was a month. I think it was a month. But, but, um, so then I, I go there and the whole flight there, I knew I was going to win. Mm. It was so weird, dude. Like I had this weird gut feeling like even at the, like we were checking in the lady, like, you know, we check in our bikes, we do our thing. And I'm going there with a bunch of guys that are racing, mm. all my buddies that are racing the, the nationals. And I was like, I, they were like, dude, this would be so crazy if you won this thing, TJ, all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, it'd be really cool. But the whole time I was thinking in my mind, I was like, I got it. Like I'm really, winning. I'm winning. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. I was like, I'm going to win this thing for real. In my mind. Yeah. But I never would say that. But I knew for a fact I was winning. And and like you would think it would be the stupidest thing in the world to think that. Like that like to think like that. Like yeah. it's so stupid. I look back at it and I'm like, dude, you had some crazy balls. Like there's no way you're thinking that. Like I'm gonna go out act Robert De Niro right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, good yeah, luck. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Yeah, but I'm it, gonna, but it, me and Lady Gaga are going to have a contest on stage. Yeah, on Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. like. But uh, you were right, though. Yeah, and then so I you just did won. win. Yeah. Holy shit. So there was 20 top pros, me. I was obviously the first one to go, and then I set the like bar, and everybody, nobody can hang with it. Everybody's like, "Holy shit!" And then just got better and better from there. What's the reaction from the pros? Where they because they obviously probably didn't so know Jay you. Miron, who, so they, who they was, didn't know you, right? No, nobody knew me. Oh my god, Fuzzy, they Fuzzy knew pissed. who I was. Fuzzy knew who I was, and he was like, "Dude, you're gonna win this thing!" Like he was really cool. Like halfway through it, yeah, he was like, "Holy shit, TJ, you made the final!" And I was like. I know. And I was like, because there were five of us left, you know, because there was 20 and then me, then all of a sudden five. And, and there's a whole crowd of people and all this stuff. And and I don't even know how many people there were or wasn't there, but to me, it was a million. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it was like the first pro contest that I was ever in. Yeah, you're not and just riding in front of your six friends. No, nah, dude, like you're just you're just you can't believe what's happening mm-hmm. right now. And I'm sitting there with like people like Chris Muller and like Fuzzy Hall and all these badass dudes. And Gary Ellis is in the stands watching me, and you know all these badass bmx superstars that you look up to and and you're winning and then all of a sudden i won the whole thing and and jay miron comes over and picks me up on his shoulders and 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 i'm like 
what is what movie is this out of, yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah. This is I think crazy. I think that's the storyline from Air Bud, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, big fans of Air Bud here. They picked the dog. Oh, yeah, up the Sweet, dog. Man. Yeah, I love dogs. <laughs> so then, then he picked me up, and I was like, "This is Jay Miron. What the hell is this? You know what I mean? It was crazy. It was Jay and and this kid Bar Spinner Ryan, who's a buddy of mine, and 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 all these Mike Griffin and these badass dudes. Fuzzy was in the final. Todd Lyons was a hero of mine. And like all these people that I, I just couldn't believe that I was even in the same room as them. I would get their autographs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and now I'm beating them in this contest. And then I won the contest and Does your was, life change overnight at that point? Yep. Overnight. It was it was crazy because there was no social media. Right. So there was no instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did get phone calls. I did see people. I did hear people and hear things and, you know, there. Sponsors and uh-huh, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it started creeping. And then all of a sudden, before I knew it, it was I was picked up and, and riding factory teams. When was, your, when was your first X Games then? 96. And how'd you do so in the that? Ne- it was I the got next second, year. Yeah. Second place? Yeah. Fuck. And, 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 like, I, if it was the rules of today or whatever, I probably would have won. But it was you couldn't repeat the same trick. So it was basically rules like to, 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 you know, keep people from, from learning one good trick mm. and then winning. So I learned this backflip no-hander uh, the week before the contest, and I didn't do the backflip no-hander. I just did a backflip, straight backflip twice. So I got I, – they, they cut me out of that. I, I got second place. Shit. So, so I was like, I didn't care. I, I practically retired off that money. It was $2,200. <laughs> For second place, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm so rich. Done. Nice, <laughs> nice knowing you bitches. I'm yeah, out, dude. Fuck. Good luck, losers. I'm going to Taco Bell. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm going. And so like, I was like, dude, I'm out. I, I I went to New York, and and I think I just like had had so much fun with my cousins. I I ate out at restaurants and shit. You know what I mean? I was like, that was that started my ref, restaurants, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the rest of my life. Mm. So then I just like. Forget it's a real it. Slumdog Millionaire story. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's pretty uh, cool. Because the, yeah, the, the weirdest thing, is, and this is not to sound fucking homosexual, obviously. but That's no, like, cool, dude. I mean, we can. You're a great looking dude. Um, and I think that helped with the branding and all that shit. Because like, I just remember seeing your pictures everywhere. And like, it, you were one of those guys that it was easy to latch onto of like, hey man, here's this fucking badass. He's also great looking and blah, blah, blah. Was that... Did that translate into the MTV gig and all that stuff of like, because from a branding standpoint, right? All these sports, usually the biggest athletes that make it globally, you know, like a Ronaldo or those guys, like they're good looking dudes. And then it translates into other shit. Was that how you got into TV and stuff like that? Where they're like, oh shit, this guy's got it. No, I bet it's more like him being able to talk at the post yeah Post i think that was it more conference. than anything like in 90 or 2000 maybe 2001 or something i i got an award for for um the best speak or speech or, or best words <laughs> from wow. espn it was crazy like it's, espn it's, i have this speak. trophy yeah like the best speak uh, like free speak or free speech like, no 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 freestyle speaking like like pro pro speak i it's it's something that they bro speak 
Bros Bros Speak. That's what the that's what the award there was is. an award for that. Yes. Really? Yes, that's well, what the trophy says. Was it like it's, the ESPYS or something? What was no, it? it it was kind of like that, but it's for action sports for oh, the I X see, Games, yeah. and it was for something that is not even relevant at all today. Yeah. But but it was it was like because I spoke in my own words. In my own like slang yeah, and yeah. all this weird shit, yeah, like yeah. I would say something that was like send it, like like I would always say send it to people, and I don't know who made that up or where it came from, but I know that I was saying it in my neighborhood back in the day when I was a kid. Sure, and and and, so and I had it painted on the deck of a of a Gravity Games starting hill. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I I did like wild shit like that, and and so then I got an award for that. And and it was funny because I look back at that. I'm like, damn, that's kind of funny. And so then there was this dude named Vinny Potestivo who was in my backyard because we were having a big event at my house that I just bought that summer. Right then I moved in two weeks later. We haven't we're having the MTV backyard barbecue sports and music festival. Okay. And now I have 600 people in my backyard Holy and we're shit. having a big Ashton Kutcher's there and Tony Hawk is there and Tom Green and all these badass stars are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this stuff. And it's just me in the middle of the desert, Las Vegas. And if you build it, they will come. And it was crazy. And so then all of a sudden this guy's sweeping my back porch in, in the morning of the contest. And I was like, dude, get in here, man. Let's see some breakfast. He was like, no, I got to do this. I was like, no, I'll just help you. I'll help you later and we'll, we'll knock it out. So we became good friends that morning, and he was at the bottom of the barrel MTV, worked his way up to talent development, maybe vice president, or I don't know what he was. He was something badass. What was his name? Vinny Potestivo. He oh, was a yeah. Badass dude. Dude, he ended up running shit for a long time. Over yeah, there. so he's a really cool dude. Anyway, he became a really good friend of mine over the years, and, and he was... Uh, He's a really good-looking dude, real cool guy. Yeah. And, and I went to New York to sign with William Morris. Yeah. So when I was there, I called up Vinny. I was like, hey, Vinny, uh, I'm in town. He goes, oh, come up to my office. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I got an office over here in MTV. And I was like, all right, cool. Oh, shit. So Downtown I rolled over Square. there. He was the casting director for TRL and Punked and Laguna Beach. Oh, dude, he did Real it Orange all. County. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a very good resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he's a badass dude. Anyway, I don't even know. I, I, yeah, I, I still don't know what he did, does or did or whatever. But I go into his office, and he's got rainbows everywhere. And I go, holy shit, Vinny, you're gay? He goes, yeah. I go, thank God. He's like, what? What do you mean? I was like, thank God, man, because there'll be no chicks left for me, man. Look at you. And he was like laughing, and he thought that was the funniest thing in the world. And, and then as soon as I said that, he left the office and went into this lady named Jackie French, uh-huh. her office, and he said, Jackie, I want to have TJ host the challenge. And she goes, okay, he's our guy. And that was it. And that was it. I feel like with his resume up to that point, because TRL started in 97. Yeah. And he cast, like, they did that whole contest. Yeah. Uh, and it was... Uh, the BJ. Dave and Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave won. Carson was runner-up. They put both of them on the show, right? And then, like, after that, after casting those two dudes, you pretty much get carte blanche to do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. At and, and like, at that point, right? so he did that. And, and I, he asked me, he's like, hey, do you want to host the challenge? And I go... Yeah, but that's Dave's show. I can't do that. And I was like legit about it. And he was like, no, Dave's over it. And Mm -hmm. I go, well, let me call him. So I called Dave on the spot. And I said, hey, they want me to host the challenge. Um, uh, Are you over it or not? Like, or what's going on with it? 
and he goes he goes oh yeah you'll love it dude do it man it'll be awesome you'll love it for like one or two seasons and you'll be over it and i was like <laughs> all right cool i'm gonna do it so i hung up the phone and i said all right Vinny, i'll do it and then yeah. he goes all right cool so then all of a sudden before i know it i'm in um california at at buna murray having a meeting around a round table with this dude justin booth yeah, Who, who's from Buna Murray, by the way? Jesus Christ! Yeah, Buna Murray's is big. They deal. pounded out hits. Yeah, they're one big. of them died. One big of them passed dude. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like John Murray's a friend of mine now. He's a great guy, and and he's a really good dude. And the but Justin Booth is in this office with me, and he he has this super gnarly, thick Alabama accent. It's awesome, and you're like man who is this dude where am i what is going on right and they were like he's like so tell me so it was out of me nasty and i think one other um snowboarder like there's some badass snowboarder that was in the running it was us three that were in the running for the challenge sean white was it no not sean but it it was i can't remember the dude's name but he's a badass dude he's Mm. a real cool guy and they were like so who out of you three would you choose to be on the show and i was like that's simple and they go well, who is it i go nasty duh and they were like what like really? nasty yeah. yeah i go dude nasty's the funniest dude in the world he is the most charisma out of anybody i ever met i love the guy and he's the guy and they were like okay and then i walked out and then i was like cool i got nasty that job because nasty wasn't winning at the time and i was and i was like it is what it is like the challenge is cool or whatever i don't really give a shit like let him do it that's more his style anyway i'll just sure i was thinking that you know what i mean he'll need some money get it get it going and whatever so then that's an they, unbelievable friend by the way yeah, yeah me and him are tight like i love him so so nasty's like my brother so then all of a sudden they call back and they're like you know tj you're doing it and i was like why what happened and they go uh we we tried to get nasty Justin wanted nasty and and because you said to go get nasty yeah. and then Booth wanted him but Vinny said no TJ's doing it and Jackie French said no TJ's doing it that's it and so then they made they forced Justin's hand and Justin's like my brother now sure like we're boys like tight after the first season after the first the first monologue of the first season he was like you're my guy took me to lunch and was like yo you're my guy we're gonna ride this sucker out till the wheels fall off, and we're just gonna see what happens. And now I'm 26 seasons into it. Holy shit! 15 years. God damn yeah, it, man. Dude. So how long are you filming? Crazy. How long are you filming every every year? Uh, it's it's about two months per season, two seasons a year. So four four shit. four and a half months. Okay. Ish. How much prep? For me, for you, yeah. it's probably not much. Not right? much for them. A lot. I mean, a that's lot, a big yeah. production. You said there's 160 Dude, a people. Lot, on yeah, that group. yeah, at least 160. Not including the contestants. Sometimes more. Yeah, not including any of that. And Holy it's fuck, like, man. it's it's a big big deal. There's a lot that goes into it, and those guys are working extra extra. So that's why mm. you have to go into every day with so much humility. It's, it's crazy because you yeah. you see, I mean, I'm seeing, dude. Like, if it's hot, cold, it doesn't matter. Mm. Whatever you're feeling. The dude holding the heavy ass camera is feeling that times yeah, no holding the oh, camera. Yeah. So shut your fucking mouth and do the words and do your homework yep. because you're going to make the job a lot easier for those dudes if you get it right. You know what I mean? And if you don't sit there and act 
like an idiot. So, and then you'll be working for 15 years and 26 seasons. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Um, because if you fuck up or you're unprepared, yeah. then there's fucking 60 people in the crew who are just like, uh, you can see their faces too. They're yeah, like, dude. Bro. Yeah. 100%. Get it right, bro. Like, you have one job. Yeah. Learn the fucking words. You know what I mean? Yeah, Do yeah, it. Yeah. Do your even, job, dude. Even, don't, yeah. don't sit there and, you know, like, look at me. I came in here and crushed this fucking interview, bro. <laughs> you guys had all this set up. Yeah. Like, yeah. what if I came in here and shit the bed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like, uh, even from your perspective, though, 16 weeks, 16 to 18 weeks of filming a year, that's about 50. No, no, no. More than that. Six, 16 weeks per season. No, oh, no, shit. No, no, no. So you're, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eight weeks per season. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like sorry. 16 to 18 because one time you went like two and a half months. Yeah, straight. yeah, yeah. South Africa yeah, was yeah. a long time. That was yeah. a long one. So it's like 16 to 18 weeks yeah, a year. Right. 12 to 14 hour workday. That's 15 to 1600 hours the normal person works about 2000 hours a year right mm-hmm. and you're not, doing that they in a very small you do it in time. like you do it in a four month you, you work you work three quarters of an entire year in four months yes. people people think that it's like oh he's just fucking dicking around no he's not right 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 no yeah. he's not it sucks i mean it yeah. it is what it is it's it's better than some stuff like it yeah. it fits no, your it's... personality to be able to do that and it's good that you can do it and it pays well obviously but it's not. It's not like you're fucking sitting around with your thumb up your butt. No, no. Sometimes you, you, you. That's exactly what you're doing. You're just sitting there waiting. You know, hurry up and wait. Yeah. You, God forbid, you show up late. You know what I mean? I've never showed up late. Knock on wood. But if I were to, I mean, I've even like totaled cars and still made it to set. Like I've done <laughs> some pretty gnarly shit and like still made it to set. I, I feel like half the time when I'm gonna meet you, I, this has happened twice. I've been like. We've been meeting up for like a hockey game or just go hang out or something. You're like, hey, uh, let me call you back. My car broke down again. Because you to keep driving these old like 70s model pickup trucks. And shit. I still like, do. Hey, dude. Yeah. Hey, dude. <laughs> the last time we hung out, we went to a yeah. fight together. Yeah. And you were like, oh, my fucking car broke down. I'll meet you guys. I'll, yeah. I'll be there. It was the, the fucking thing. And I was like, you showed up like three cards You've in. been on 25 seasons of television, bro. You shouldn't be driving. 26. <laughs> shouldn't be breaking down on the side of the road every two weeks. No. But sometimes I'm fixing other people's cars. That's true. So yeah. that's true. You right did, now, you did this pull year, over and fix some dude's car last This year time. I'm four so far. Four breakdowns? Yeah, I've fixed yep. other people. This year. It's yeah. January. Yeah. This year I've I've fixed <laughs> we're, we're twenty days into January. <laughs> I've fixed three tires. I've fixed three tires. I've changed three tires for people and I've uh jump started another guy on the way to LA just the other day. Oh, I was really? like, Oh my god, this guy's Pulled over with his hood up in the fast lane. <laughs> this oh, ain't very smart. So then I pulled over, and he goes, I need a jump. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. I go, well, that's weird. So then we just jump-started his car. Mm. He's good to go. That's I was like, holy hilarious. shit. In the middle of the freeway, I'm like, You Dude. should just go work for AAA, I think. I know. Yeah. I, they hate me that's your I real beat calling. them all the time. <laughs> I'm like, you guys. AAA is like running anti TJ Lavin campaigns. Like, yeah. have, you, have you seen this man? He'll <laughs> rape you. Help. Yeah. <laughs> Don't help the car. <laughs> I, I had a couple old, old Broncos, right? And mm-hmm. they were, so, and these were only 95. Oh, like that's, that's not old. That's totally. brand new. Exactly. <laughs> um, but they broke down so many f- fucking times in LA. I would get a AAA for myself, my wife, and you get three. You yeah. know, per thing. Uh-huh. I would burn all of them. And then finally, I was just like, man, I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> it got stolen in LA. I had the white Bronco. Thank God. I had the white OJ Thank Bronco. Thank God it in got LA. stolen. I know. <laughs> I was like, the Bronco uh, too? 
Uh, no, that no. was a, that was a Bronco. Yeah, it, it was, was, a, it was original. the Bronco two is a little smaller. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. smaller yeah. one with the glass. By the way, back. they're re-releasing the Bronco in March. Yeah, no, it looks pretty sick. I mean, who oh, knows I haven't what it's seen be, it. But I haven't seen the final yeah, it looks version good. of it. I, I want to get one and put like a fathead sticker of OJ in the window. That would be sick. So I had a cutout of his head in the back of mine. Of course, yeah. And you, you know, you have to valet everywhere in LA. Yeah, of course. It became a running gag of like everyone, like any restaurant I went to, anybody wanted to take pictures with a truck. It was the exact one. Perfect. Yeah. So everybody wanted to take pictures with a truck. And it became like a, a fun thing. Get a but that fucking thing broke down all the time. Get a license plate that says Juice is loose or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's here. He's in Vegas. Yeah, he uh, lives in Summerlin or some so shit. So weird. Crazy. Uh, this point, we, we have sponsors. Fucking A, dude. We always end up rapping, dude, and never get the sponsors. Yeah. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Yeah. You get a ghost bed? You sleep in the dirt. What? You have a ghost bed or do you sleep, you sleep in the dirt? You were talking about backpacking and hiking across America. Oh, no, no. We sleep in a van if we're going to go across America. I don't sleep in the dirt anymore. Yeah, you're talking about <laughs> that anymore. <laughs> My dirt is not a mattress, bro. It's <laughs> done. I've upgraded from dirt. Yeah. Well, I now <laughs> sleep in a van. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe we can get you a little a little twin to take with you on the road from yep. ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. As always, they get a 36-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest, no one on the interwebs is offering that. P- uh, pillows, sheets, adjustable bases. That mm-hmm. cover is nice if you're going to you know, ejaculate on it or pee. If you like or- to get weird, yeah. If you, if you listen to uh, the fake news last week, you'll, you've heard about Jack Off, man. Yes. Um, if you're you know, into superheroes, you may want to also get that, that mattress. The mattress, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it'll protect you from anything, blood, all of it. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. If you're military or first responder, you get 15 percent off forever everything in the store um the, the best in the biz uh, right now they get half off adjustable bases and uh, like 200 bucks off a mattress yep which is amazing next up we got killcliffcbd.com we've got to get him some cbd yeah we'll get you some killcliff soon um it's it's dope i mean for somebody like you you've had what 42 concussions uh i've had over 50 oh gosh oh, injuries yeah over 50 that's that's i mean that's just the ones i could count so CBD, so really like CBD. i have no idea how many head injuries for real yeah, yeah and knockouts yeah. and flash knockouts and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. things like that it's well that's what the offensive everything. linemen say like we were talking to uh god damn it i forget his name john from uh philadelphia eagles yeah the eagles yep fuck is his name he runs power athlete i know that yeah john is fine yeah but he he was saying like we were asking him how many head injuries you think you had is like every play basically i jammed my head into some guy's head yeah for a long time until they came up with that thing on the crown of the helmet that was cushioned yeah like pretty much my entire career yeah mm-hmm. uh so i mean who knows how many concussions you guys have had at any rate all the players every athlete uh body pain back pain inability to first sleep. responders yeah military everybody's using cbd this is the only one that we've tested that is safe no thc 25 milligrams of cbd yep. per can and it tastes amazing like fuck we were mixing drinks with it at army navy yep um <laughs> we were Killcliff had a booth and it was fucking awesome uh it's the only brand you know and trust that like they've been in the action sports world forever uh they were also in range 15 um go to killcliffcbd.com Get a get a case of that twenty percent off of the promo code Drinking Bros and free shipping knocks it down to like three ninety a can or something like that. Yeah, it's it's if very. You could get a can uh, of Monster, you get a fucking full can of CBD. It's very affordable. I mean, it, look, and your body needs it, so don't. we we drink it every yeah. fucking night. So it's one of those things where we're just lucky to have that as a sponsor because we actually use it every goddamn day. Uh, go to KillCliffCBD.com, uh, promo code Drinking Bros twenty percent off. Uh, 26 seasons in right now. 
how long is it going to go? Have they given you any indication of like, hey, man, we're just going to keep going until the ratings just shit the bed? Yeah, and it's only getting stronger. The ratings are? Yeah. Is it still it's stupid? Are, like are you it's, still using the other contest shows as a feeder system? Like your con- your contestants come from those other shows? Are you? Uh, are you getting- depends. Like sometimes, I mean, sometimes we have fresh meat. You know, yeah, different yeah. people that come on. But but yeah, basically, we we could pull from any show. It you doesn't guys, matter who, where, when, or why. We just have you ever do thought about doing one that's it's like all awesome. like yeah. first, all first responders or all military veterans or something like that? I, I think it would be awesome. It's just you have to have a certain uh, ingredient. Like they have to have like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, and if you course. have those people, they've been through a lot of background checks yeah. and a lot of um, mental tests. Yeah. So they're probably not as loose as we need for the right ingredient for somebody to right. cut sick. Yeah, you're well, you know, about Scientology tight, now, yes. brother. Yeah. Like you need you need somebody that's right like in the middle, right? A little bit tweaked, you know what I mean? A little bit off that, that that's not allowed to carry an M16. <laughs> <laughs> you know I've got I've uh it's inactive now, but I had a top secret security clearance, so Yeah, so you're not allowed. Like I mean, we're I'm, not going to have you on our show Yeah, because, but I'm a total piece of shit. Yeah, but we can't have you on our on our show because you have been cleared to carry a gun around the president. You know what I mean? Like right. you've you've been the most upward trusted person in the yeah world. but i'm a total dirtbag in real life not yeah, even but you close still, i know not even about. close he's bullshit he's not no you i i am a dirtbag yes dude no. yeah, get yeah, out yes. of I'm here a total dude, yeah of yeah. course i can see it in your face <laughs> 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 i look like i'm up to something yes all the time. always but well, are you so do you do you have to keep in shape all year long because i mean you're basically filming half the year Nah, like i like after the season, I give myself a month to party mm-hmm. with yep. pizza and ice cream and whatever. My wife's just like, "Dude, you're getting fat again." I'm like, "Ah, it's all right." I like how that's <laughs> I like how that's your version of partying. Yeah, that mean, is. Mean, ah. Meanwhile, I'm in a ditch on DMT and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. We had John Anik on the show. That methyltryptamine. Uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. We had John Anik on the show last night. He's calling the fight tomorrow, uh, the McGregor fight uh-huh. yeah, with with Rogan. And I go, "What do you do after that?" And he goes. Oh, dude, I, I about four thousand calories, and he goes, "We eat, and that's the biggest treat for us." Yeah, is so afterwards. the the fights end at like uh, what eleven, eleven thirty, depending on what it is. Vegas, yeah, Vegas time. Either then he has to do post fight interviews. Yep. That's about two, two and a half hours. So it's like one, two o'clock in the morning, and he mm-hmm. goes out and go and eats four thousand calories. Four thousand calories that yeah. night. That's yeah. fucking crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, I'd like to go eat with party. Him. I know that's, <laughs> what, that's what we said. We were like, "Yo, we'll join." Like you. one of these days, we're gonna go out with him for that post fight meal. And yeah. I'm just gonna video the whole goddamn thing. Let's do it because yeah. he said it's him and Bruce Buffer. Invite me. I'm yeah, in. it's him and Bruce Buffer. Really? They just, they yeah. just gorge themselves. That's like awesome. I, like like Romans back in the day. And the, when the meal when the food comes out, Bruce says it's time. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. It's time. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to do entertainment wise that's out there where you're like, all right, man, I'd like to branch off and do this. Um, like and get paid for it? No, I don't, I'm good. Uh, mm. It is what it is. Like maybe I'll do a movie or something someday. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. What about um, but what about I, mentoring the next generation? Because Homeboy was such a big part of your life. And then once you won that initial event, all those other guys, like it, it seems like from when you've told me this story a dozen times at this point, that whole process for you, all those guys were so super supportive of you. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, who's this new kid that's kicking our ass? It's like, oh, this guy's fucking dope. No, and I, I'm, I'm still 
like that with people that are coming up. Like, yeah, yeah. like I've been like that since forever. Like, so what's the community like now? Like, how do you, with your schedule and not being necessarily in the BMX game or the action sports game anymore, right. how do you give back to people like that? For a few years, I was actually really involved in the BMX game. Mm. Still, I was making the jumps. I was building the jumps hands on, like built driving the tractors, piling up the dirt, like and you making and, the you tracks. And Nate Wessel building building yeah. ramps, right? Yeah, dude, it'd be me and uh, Adam Alois, yeah, and we had a couple of other guys, and and building actually physically building the jumps for the do action sports tours and all the boys, mm-hmm. and and that was like right after I got hurt. Mm-hmm. For the next few years, I did that. Um, to when you say you got time. hurt, that was the one where you had to relearn everything, right? the head injuries, yeah. yeah. So. The um, but but now, like, if if somebody even shows a little bit of promise, or somebody even like in in Colombia, I bought all the guys at the skate park that I would wa- that I was walking through. Mm-hmm. I bought them all brand new bike parts mm-hmm. and all the bullshit that they needed. Like, what do you need to run your bike? All right, cool, cool. And then everybody got got paid that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I I give back to who whoever whenever. Um, and they don't necessarily have to just be BMX, but but BMXers are closer to my heart. You yeah, know what course, I mean? Like yeah. that's where like you came from. The Colombia kid, uh, Alejandro, this kid from Colombia, he was in Brazil actually, and he was like, "I need to get from Brazil to Miami, and I need some money for a plane ticket to go into the contest in my in Miami in in uh, Florida, I guess, because the the Triple Crown is coming next mm. weekend." And, and so I need some money for that. Like, is there any way that you can help me? And I was like, yeah, dude, done. Bought him a plane ticket to come to Miami. So oh, wow. he's going to kill it. You know what I mean? So now, and so he's giving me updates every time. And now he's yeah, in yeah. practice right now as we speak. On this, today is Friday. We're doing this thing, right? So he's 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 riding tomorrow in the in Oh, the tomorrow's contest. a contest yeah. in Miami? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Like, That's So we'll awesome. see how he does. And maybe that'll change his life. You know what I mean? Just one yeah, plane yeah. ticket changes the dude's life. Like that's badass. It is. So, like at some point, somebody somewhere is gonna pop, and they're gonna be like, "That's because TJ got me that plane ticket, or whoever got me." The, you know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah. So, so it's it's fun to to do that stuff. Right. Um, I love helping. You know, whoever, yeah, yeah. whenever. So, yeah. it's cool. That's it, why. That's why I asked that question because you're always looking to do shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, like you, you've been such a household name for so long. Just being involved in something brings it attention that it wouldn't normally get. Like it's, it's that to me is one of the things that's weird about all this shit that we do. Um, just lending our name or influence to something makes it bigger, mm-hmm. and that seemed that's weird to me. Like yeah. I'm, just, I'm just some asshole talking about fucking octopus dicks half the time. Yeah. <laughs> do but, they have dicks? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we did a whole show oh, on last week. Yeah. It's called so the Octopus awesome. Challenge. I love octopus, man. They're so cool. You'll love There's them even more after this. Turkey. <laughs> Dude, when I was in Turkey, I'd go swimming in the ocean, and I found a bottle at the bottom of the ocean with the lid on it. Mm-hmm. I unscrewed the lid, and there's a fucking octopus that comes out and bones out. What? That's yes. What the hell? He went in the bottle and put the lid on himself. I've seen the video wow. of that one opening a lid. Like, oh yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not. They're not dumb, they know dude. That's crazy. They also man. taste great. It's crazy, so. man. Yeah. Um, Fuck. At any rate, yeah, we're just dummies talking about dumb shit. Yeah. And like you, you gain this influence, and it's it, like it starts to. I think it starts to weigh on you. It's like, how am I using this the right way? Yeah, dude. I don't want to be an asshole. No. Nah. I mean, I am an asshole, but I don't want to be. You got to try your best asshole. to unasshole yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Which for Dan is really it's fucking tough, hard. Man. It's tough. Like every a, day, man. Every, every day, day, day I struggle. I, I wake up in the morning. <laughs> is still looking at this. that asshole again. I wake up in the morning and my first thought is, who am I going to fuck with today? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, oh, God, I got to go help somebody. Shit. Ah, shit. Yeah, TJ's on the show today. Exactly. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Can I switch to something kind of serious? Because yeah. um, I don't know the real story. Um, Dave Mira. Yeah. What happened? It's his anniversary is coming up actually. It's uh, February fourth. Um, but he he how uh, long, how long has it been? Because he he killed himself. Yeah, yeah, four years ago I think. Four. Now. I think it's gonna be three or four four years. But um, it like I never went to Starbucks in my life. I was like over it. I was laughing at those people. Yeah. And then I was like, dude, you dumbasses paying eight dollars for a coffee and all this stuff. I was always like clowning them. And then he came to my house to stay with me in September, and. We went to Starbucks. He was like, hey, I woke up at four in the morning as usual, and he was up. And I was like, holy shit, Dave. He goes, yeah, I'm up. I go, well, let's go. He goes, let's go to Starbucks. I go, Starbucks? Yeah. I was like, you go to there? He goes, yeah, every day. I go, all right. So then we go, and it's Dave Mira. I ain't going to say no to him. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, get in the car. So we get in the car, and we go to Starbucks, and we had a four-hour conversation at this table at Starbucks. Talking about history, the things that we've done, da, 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 da. and he's like, "Man, we really did it, man. We really did it. It was so cool. I could picture it like yesterday, like that we had this conversation, you know." And I was sitting at the exact same table that he and I were sitting at today, this morning. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. So now I I never miss a day. I go there every day because of him. Today, really? Yeah. You got to think day. that his whole like I didn't know, know him at all much less personally and you you obviously knew him very well you have to think that because there's such a link between head injuries particularly repeated head injuries and uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy yeah. cte and uh -huh. suicide right like yeah for it sure happens so much it happens in the veteran community i think it's one of the biggest contributors mm -hmm. between that uh not being around your friends all the time and then the effects that cte has not not just the hardening of the brain but the endocrine problems like testosterone issues and all that other bullshit yeah all kind of contributes so you got to think that dave was going through those issues i think right? the number one thing um on, on on that side of things is alcohol you think so huh? yeah because it's I, I don't i don't drink at all yeah never did mm -hmm. and i don't do pills mm -hmm. um and i know that when i broke my leg um one of the times i broke my leg like i got addicted to pain pills in two weeks it doesn't take long for Dude, opiates. Yeah. And, and the reason I know I was addicted to it was because I stopped taking it and I started getting the chills at mm. four o'clock. And I was like, holy shit, that's a withdrawal. Mm. And I, I, I was like, never again. I threw all the pain pills away and I sat in the shower and shivered and suffered in silence for, you know, maybe three days. Mm. It was it was a really bad, got real sick and weird and just hated it and the worst pain of my life. And then everything's cool. I was like, all right, cool. Never do that again. And then I didn't take any pain pills ever again. Always, always Advil, Tylenol, whatever. Mm. Overshoot the shit out of the Tylenol sometimes if I have to, like with my broken wrist. But like, like it was so detrimental that I had to have those pain pills and I didn't do it. And then I was like, done. And then that accompanied with alcohol. And I've, I've done a little bit of research on the football players. Yep. And the football players are popping those pills like candy. Oh, they're getting Toradol shots oh, dude, they're, before they're, the game. Yeah. They're not fucking around, dude. All right. So they, they take these pills and or shots, but then they also drink. So those two things that are, that are, that are the secret ingredients 
along with CTE that'll mm-hmm. make you kill yourself. I, I'm, I'm convinced that I did all the math and I'm like, dude, I'm just not going to do the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not fucking around. I already know CTE is probably, it might be hundred percent, might be 80%. Yeah, you know? yeah. I might be fucked, but who knows? But I know that I'm not having those thoughts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and when I've hit my head, a lot of times, like people that, that, that give a shit about me, like, like, like maybe, uh, Ben Bostrom or, or something would call me and be like, Hey man, you all right? Everything cool. Cause like he knew after I hit my head, like he's like, dude, like people kill themselves, you know? Yeah. When, I mean, it's so their- common in the veteran community, guys with traumatic brain injury <clears throat> and yeah. then people that develop because of that and other reasons, low testosterone and all these other right. things that happen yeah. are blowing their brains out all over the fucking But place. when you start thinking about it and you start doing a little research, almost all of them have, have another ingredient and that's alcohol. Mm-hmm. And and you 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 have you add alcohol to any situation and it's going to make it a little bit different, you know. That's mm-hmm. why I'm so glad that weed is getting legal and everything's cool yeah, with, we, with weed because I'm like, put all these fuckers on weed so that we could just be good. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, Maybe I've we'll- never heard of anybody crashing a car and killing people because of weed or getting into a bar fight and fucking somebody up because of weed or you know i never heard of anybody doing things like this yeah because they're too high Maybe yeah. we'll fucking brian foster beat me at the x games in 1998 on weed i watched him smoke weed <laughs> and fuck all of us up dude 360 the biggest transfer i've ever seen in my life dude it was amazing high as a kite and just and like you can't beat that like you're like dude that stuff is awesome. Yeah. Give me. And I, mean, I, I never touched it, but I'd still, I, I still say that every day. If anybody ever asks me, I'm like, dude, Brian Foster is 100% the coolest, nicest, cleanest, most amazing person mm. who just likes weed. Yeah. Whatever, dude. I don't yeah, think yeah. anybody cares but about But nobody weed says, anymore, right? nobody says that about an alcoholic. It's, Nobody it's says he's the coolest, kindest, coolest, cleanest guy I've ever met in my life. He just drinks too much. Yeah. Nobody yeah. says that. Yeah, it's true. You know what that's I mean? True. Like, and, and when people get off of it, you know, like I'm super proud of Fuzzy. Like Fuzzy's got off, got off alcohol, and 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 he's changed his life. Mm. Like, look at how he's shining now. He's got hall pass and all this stuff going on now in Park City and mm. in, in Salt Lake City because he found focus. You know what I mean? And Dave was you know he had the pain pills and alcohol man he's yeah. he's fucking with the alcohol like, i think if you're a normal person it probably doesn't really matter that much but you're right if you if you add that yeah man yeah. no like you guys are fine just keep your drinking don't worry about it all right you can drink this well, shit I've out had, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i've had a number of concussions so i'm probably gonna go retarded at some point but yeah, yeah that's what it is I get over under four years i don't you. really drink i mean i'm a i'm a casual i what i call a casual binge drinker yeah so like i don't if i'm at home alone i never drink and right i'm and usually don't do pain pills, Same, right yeah. so no you're missing an ingredient and yeah. it, just don't break a bone don't need pain pills and because yeah. if you if you need pain pills then you add alcohol into the game you're, you're really yeah. messing yourself but i smoke up. weed every day i smoke yeah weed that's great every single day good for you did uh, i don't want to take nothing. pills yeah. all the time i just don't like Who it cares, it's bad for your, it's it's not great for your body no it is fun to do recreationally sometime not gonna lie I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like pretend that it's not cool, fun, sure. fun to do sometimes. But long term for your body, pills fuck you up, and and booze also. If you're a binge drinker, fucks you up badly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, smoke weed. Yeah. We're uh, changing the name of the show to the Smoking Bros now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so sick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, did Dave? Did, did, he gave his brain to science, right? Was that? True? Uh, that was Kevin, actually. Kevin Robinson, who's another guy that 
that passed away. He killed himself. So he was another legend in the game. BMX Same with Junior game. Sale. Yeah, yeah. It's I, mean, thing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have so many people. I've had five friends that have done it. And it's like, dude, the first one being Colin Winkleman, who, who he killed himself. And he was a friend of mine. Like we were, we, He drove to the X Games in 97 with me when I won. He flew to LA, Las Vegas, and we drove together to San Diego, and we were like, "Dude, let's win this thing." You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and I won, and it was like, "Holy shit, we won!" You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're we're tight, and 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 he killed himself, and it's like, and that the when I got the news that he killed himself was the same trip that I got the MTV Jam. No shit, yeah, dude, Ooh. it's crazy because I was in in the parking lot of a super music producer. And and I, I was I was in the parking lot of his house when I got the call. Colin Winkleman killed himself, and I was like, "Fuck, holy shit!" And I was just going into a meeting. And I was like, "Damn, dude, really?" So then I go into the meeting and I come out of the meeting, and then I I go to William Morris and do the whole thing, sign the book and all that stuff, and then I go up have the MTV meeting with Vinny Potestivo, mm-hmm. and all that happened at the same exact time. And and it's all the same day, and then I go home to the uh, hotel, and you know it was probably like a as big as the bathroom of this place. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but it was double the price. And then yeah, I, yeah. Go, I go, I go, I go home to that, and I th- sit there and think for a minute. I'm like, dude, Colin really killed himself. Holy shit! And then that was the very first time that one of my friends killed themselves. Like I've had a lot of friends die and do right. crazy shit and die and whatever, but the the fact that he did it to himself i was like damn dude and i never even heard of cte at the time or heard of you know i didn't had no idea if he was on pain pills or drugs or drinking or whatever at the time but then when you started adding all this up when other dudes started doing it and started you know chewing on pills all the time and you know he's having a hard time with this he's having a hard time with that then I just put all those ingredients together. I did all the math, and I was like, "Bro, I'm steering clear of the fir- the first two mm-hmm. ingredients that you need because I can't help the third one, which is the CTE. Which I don't know if I do or don't have it. I'm probably, I'm pretty. I mean, fifty knockouts in a couple of comas. It's probably you're yeah. Pr- it's pretty safe to say you got it. You probably do. Yeah. Probably, but but who who's to say if if you can make it better or worse? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, who's yeah. to say? Nobody knows. No, no so one knows. So, yeah. if we, we're getting pretty close to be able to uh, reverse the aging process, and I wonder what kind of effect that, and that, that's real, by the way. It is, yeah. yeah. Like, they're, they're, it's, it's. They're in trials, and they cellular, said it's about ten, ten years away because yeah. it's still got to pass. Yeah, yeah. All that's that shit. shit. Can't so wait. Like, it's yeah. like cellular degeneration. That's we already like, got too many people in the world, but yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to live to two hundred. Let's ride this Ugh. sucker. <laughs> Um, you uh, last one before before we get out of here. Uh, before we got on air, you were talking about your wife and kids and all that stuff. Like, you seem to have an uh, an um, for Hollywood standards, uh, an unbelievably long marriage and uh, and a happy life. Um, how are you able to maintain that through all of this chaos and travel and all that shit? Uh, I that's how I'm able to is because I travel and she travels and we just let each other live each other's lives and let have fun and do what you do. But we always have each other as a rock. Like mm-hmm. she's my, I love her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still am super infatuated 
And I can't believe when I see her, I'm like, dude, how could I land this? Are you Mm -hmm. serious? You know what I mean? I still have that feeling. That's a good feeling to have. Yeah, dude, that's a great feeling to have. I mean, we've been together 15 years Mm -hmm. and we still look at each other like, holy shit. Yeah. So that's crazy, man. But, but we also fight like cats and dogs, you know, and people fight all the time and it's just like, uh, but, but we save it now. Like we know that you're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. So just, I'm just going to go for a run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I'm just going to go go eat somewhere or whatever. You know what I mean? I just bounce and then I come back and everything's cool and we just forget about it. It is what it is. Like, it's funny you say that, man. I don't sweat the this, small shit. I, I just had this conversation with my wife. We've been together coming up on nine years uh, total, right? And it, you do get to that place where when you're fighting, we know and we've had that literally that exact same conversation of like, hey, neither of us is going anywhere in this. So fuck you, yeah. fuck you, yeah. and then yeah. go to your corners or whatever it is. We'll make up in the morning or that night or whatever it is. Yeah, and, let uh, it breathe. You, you can't yeah. spend like half your time during the day with someone for a decade yeah. without getting irritated with one another on 100%. a regular basis. Yeah. yeah. Like, would you just shut the fuck up? Yeah, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your, your voice sounds like screeching nails. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. You know, honey, can you? No. So you don't even ask, yeah. you know what I mean? But you Can know what you? the real the real problem is when people hide that and right. let it f- like fester, fester yeah. and nah. it, then it becomes blow up arguments where you right. say shit you don't mean, and nah. or you go like you just start feeling, uh, you know, distant from each other, and then that's how cheating happens. Yeah. Unless you're just yeah. a piece of shit, uh, that's usually how it happens for women at least. Like they fall out of love because they're not getting the attention right. they want. Right. Typically. Right. Women, so, that's for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Dudes are just like dudes are just disgusting. Gotta put, my, <laughs> yeah. gotta put my ding dong somewhere yep. quick. Oh uh, shit! Hurt? Why not? <laughs> but then, you know, doesn't you know, really matter. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> it's like Bobby Kennedy. Some people ask why. Some people yeah. ask why not. <laughs> <laughs> and the Kennedys are known for being poonhounds, so it makes yeah, sense. Oh yeah. Um, what's uh, when you said she travels? Where does she, does she come on the road with you, or she goes different places? She goes the, she goes to most of my spots, but then she'll bring a band of gypsies with her, and they go out and do whatever the hell they want. They they cut sick. I mean, like when I say they do whatever they want, they are nonstop. They 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 came to Thailand last time, and when they came, I didn't even barely see them. Really, they all stayed in my room, but there was five of them. They stayed in my room. Zuh. But I it's a couple rooms, but I didn't. I didn't even. I had no idea what they were doing every day. They they went and did the coolest. They went and rode four wheelers one day in the back country of Th- Thailand, Holy and shit. they they did like uh, some an- elephant sanctuary and and hang out with elephants yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in the mud and and wash them and pet them and love them and it was cool. That's and awesome. They they did like another thing one time. A monkey. The quick story. We were in the rock of Gibraltar and in Gibraltar and, and we were walking and this monkey jumped on my head and and I'm petting the monkey and my wife's like, don't pet the monkey. The monkey leaned down and I was like, he loves me. And he bit my neck. Oh God. And I was like, Oh <laughs> Jesus, that hurt. So then I was like, okay, now I got this monkey on my head and the motherfucker just bit me. And he, I don't know what's happening. And I have blood. I'm bleeding. I'm like, okay. So then I took him to the side and I, I like leaned over the edge and I punched his ass <laughs> like, <laughs> like to get him off because you don't want to try and pick him up off, you know, nah, he's he going to bite your out. hand or yeah. 
whatever. So I just punched him off of me, and and then he screamed. And then I turned around and I put my hands up like we we're gonna fight. And I was like, "All right, we're fighting then." And then and then he called all his brothers and sisters. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm fighting all of you." Then like like he had, had family. Oh, team and, of monkeys. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm gonna fight the family. And then my, Roxanne's like, "TJ, let's go." And I'm like, "Fuck, okay, let's go." Hold on, babe, I gotta fight yeah, these monkeys I'm right a, quick. I'm fighting a whole thing of apes. Were you? Uh, Did you have to get a shot for that? Well, I was supposed to. <laughs> But what happened? What, what happened? What was, happened was? What happened was? I went to the hospital, and they were like, oh, "It's gonna be two hours." I was like, "Fuck it, I'll take my chances." I bounced. I swear to God, no, nothing, no shot, nothing. I was like, "Little monkey cooties ain't gonna kill this fucker." No, I'm out. Fine. As long as it's not age, I boned fine. out. I don't know. Like, um, were you concerned at all that you were gonna turn into a monkey? I hope because that's how vampires work, right? Well, AIDS, right? That's uh, AIDS and AIDS vampires came from yeah. monkeys. So yeah, can you imagine a vampire? But I wasn't with fucking. AIDS? I just got bit by it. Sure, but yeah. you know, blood <laughs> is blood, right? So it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, look, this is the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week. This is somebody who's inspired you or helped you get to to be where you are today. Uh, who would you like to give that to this week? Justin Booth. Okay. Yeah, he's my guy. Over at MTV. Yep. yep. He's uh, he's at Buna Murray. Actually, oh yeah, Justin yeah. Booth. Yeah, he, he's the the very first executive producer that I worked with, and uh, he is, you know, he's a solid dude. So he's he's one of my boys. I'll never, we're we're, we're like brothers now, and uh, he's he's a solid guy. But if I had to give a drinking girl one, it would be Emer Harkin. Okay, who is my new executive producer of my show for the last two seasons, and she is a badass. That's awesome. She is. Justin's understudy and has completely taken the reins of the show and just wait till you see it, man. This this one this last show that we just did is a whole nother level of badass. And I was very impressed. So she's gonna be fun. That's awesome. Tell everybody where they can watch it and what time and all uh, that. It's stuff. gonna be on Wednesday nights at ten o'clock, I believe. That's what it's been um for last season. But now this season, I believe it'll be the same. And I'm not sure when it starts, but just have a look out, man. MTV, mm. check it out. Tell everybody the name of the show. It's uh, This this one's called The Challenge, but you'll see what the title is. It's it's pretty okay. badass. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty badass. Hell yeah. Well, dude, thanks for coming over and chatting with us today. Again, it's one of those things where we've hung out so many times. But you never really ask somebody their story. You just get along with them and you're just like, hey, let's fucking rage. <laughs> yeah. I, it, without knowing their life. And it's... Uh, that's why we love doing podcasts and things like this, where it's just like, cool, man. I got a, a chance to really know who you are. Right on, man. Now Thanks. it's, you know, it all makes sense how fucking crazy you are. All right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right. Uh, for TJ Lab and D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. Good night.